Hey, everybody. I'm also your guest host, Johnny Phillips. Thanks for joining us tonight. I just want to say there's no better way for us to get this podcast off the ground than to start with an Unsolved Mysteries. Okay, let's just stop right there for a second and just reflect on how wonderful that is. All right, was it not a staple of your childhood? What? So... Dude. This is why no one left their house after dark, okay? This scared the shit out of everybody. Like, this is what kept America safe. Well, yeah, it was a phenomenon. Believe it. Mm. Yes. Dude, today I have a Larry's Potion Cocktail. All right, so Larry's Potion Cocktail is a combination of vodka, Coke, cranberry, orange, and I had forgotten the lime. I had to go get it just now. But believe me, the lime makes the whole thing. Okay, because before I was like, this is as shitty as this performance. But now, now this is a drink. No, are you kidding? Listen, everything for the podcast, bro. I did some research and I was like, I need a drink with Larry in it because Larry is the star of the show. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Tell me, what are you drinking tonight? Ooh. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And like you said, this was in Texas, which is close to Mexico, which is where Dosexies is from. Am I right? I mean, geographically, you're on point. Uh, every day. Every day. This is it. Listen, episode one, season one, volume one, all of it, right here, right now. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, through the whole... Um program, right? You will have more than one story. Uh, and each of these will have some actors uh, portray what has happened, right? What led to this unsolved mystery. Bingo. Thank you. And that leads us to Larry.
That was a good suggestion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right, yeah. Well, I don't think that he was he was cast in this role for his acting abilities, right? As you mentioned, as a guy who was pushing his lawnmower with his shirt wide open, uh, I think it was clear that he was only cast in this role for one reason, and and that was his abs. I mean, I'm just saying. All right. I'm not saying he's not skilled. I'm just saying that's not what this one was about. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I think that uh, Unsolved Mysteries was the right way to go. I did a little background research, and it looks like he's not the only person who we would recognize who's been through Unsolved Mysteries. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm not going to name any names right now, but I'll bring it up later. There's, there's a surprise. There's a, a twist to this story. <laughs> Damn right. Let's do it. Let's get to this. Do tell, enlighten us all. Really? 
<laughs> really? In Bunfuck, Michigan? Really? Mm-hmm. That does, yeah. I think that, um, you know, eventually Hollywood would have wised up to this idea, right? I mean, Hollywood as a whole figured that out pretty early, right? We're going to make our spaghetti westerns in, you know, actually, where was that? Italy? Didn't they film those in Italy? I think they did. I think that's why they're... No, no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's why we call them spaghetti westerns. But all I'm saying, stages, all right? You don't travel to these on-location places because that's fucking crazy, all right? For obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's it, Mark. I was like, I don't know where the hell you're going with this, but you you finally caught up. I caught up to you, man. I was like, I watched the wrong fucking clip for this. What the hell's going on? (laughs) Yep. They would unsolved mysteries. Well, are we going to tell these people? Are we going to show them what's going on? What are we going to do here, Mark? These people want to know about Larry. Yeah. Yep. He was coming back to visit his mother, and he was helping her around the house. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. That's good, Mark. I'm glad you did that. You're absolutely right. Uh, A life was lost that day. (laughs) with that out of the way let's get to it (laughs) Larry's coming back to haunt me bro (laughs) his abs my god those abs
Tell me more, Mark. We know what Matthew's talents are, and we are exploiting him for those talents. Okay. That's exactly what we're doing. And he, okay, to his credit, Larry is an ex-Marine, okay? He is an ex-youth counselor. He is jumping into action, okay? Exactly what we would expect Larry to do. Um, now, what does Larry do? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's really when the tables turn. We have Edward Bell, pants on, Larry with keys, Bell wants keys back. So there's only one way to get those keys back. Enter the conflict. That's it. Yep. Bell comes out with this 22 pistol. And he's like, I'm getting my keys back. Give me my keys back. No. Give me my keys back. No. Shots were fired. Tell us, Mark. That's really like 50 cent, man. All right. He was hit five times, and he was still up and around, okay? Right? Larry didn't go down. He did not go down without, without a fight. I think that he saw this opportunity to go for the Oscar and he went for it. Okay. Did he swing for the fences? Yeah. I mean, he swung for the fences on this one. And he's like, this is my one time to shine. Here I am on Unsolved Mysteries. I better make the most of it. So I'm going to make this death scene one for the record books. And and that's what he did. He took four to the chest, one to the head. And he still had, to, still after that, he still had his whole dying scene. All right. <laughs> yep. 
Yes. Yes. Exactly right. It wasn't until she got to the house did she realize what had just happened in front of her. She had witnessed what was happening, didn't realize it until she had already parked her car. It was a short, short stint on the silver screen for McConaughey. But I, I really think that he took advantage of it in every way he could. Uh, absolutely. No, no. Yes. Go. Go. <laughs> yep. I'm so glad you noticed that. I thought the same thing. I was like, that's solid. That's good work. Well, I think I know how they pulled it off. I think I think I got this figured out. You know, moments before we came on the air here, I was like, I'm going to do a little bit more research. And we had talked about there may be one other person in this show that's noteworthy. All right. His name is Eric Norris. He's one of these two cops. I'm not going to say which one because I can't say. I honestly don't know. All right? Let's be honest. It's cops on Unsolved Mysteries. All right? Do this, is there a distinction? I don't know. You know who Eric Norris is, Mark? He's the youngest son of Chuck Norris. No fucking lie. Yep. You had Chuck Norris vibes in this Unsolved Mysteries this whole time. No, yep, nobody knew. So, you want to know how did they get that shot so well? Well, Chuck Norris was there, basically. He was, he was there doing this. Yeah. That, that is scientifically accurate. Yes. <laughs> oh, and you're not going to get this. Eric Norris, his birthday is May 20th. Mine's May 19th. So I'm basically half Chuck Norris. Yes, yes. And I'm going to wear that with pride. <laughs> is that kind of like um, the Kevin Bacon thing? Everyone's, what, six degrees away from Kevin Bacon? <laughs> okay. Somewhere. <laughs> Almost. I mean, technically they touch. 
I mean, they touch these two days. That's all I had to say about Eric. Just for what could only be considered a millisecond, but it's so goddamn glorious. Yeah. I will. I will be one with the Norris. One. What was his thing? Was it the, the mustache? That was in the early YouTube days? Are you with me? Like uh, the Chuck Norris? What was his thing? Yeah. Ah, yep, yep. Okay. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, his... Beard has his own, like, personality. We digress. I'm sorry. Larry. Larry. I think, yes. So the motorcycle cop slides the bike, kicks it away, right? Then runs, and if I'm not mistaken, does a somersault around the vehicle, around uh, the cop car. So that has to be Eric Norris, is all I'm saying. Is it that's fucking Eric, okay? It gotta be. Yeah. Mm hmm. The M1 gun jammed, all right? For one, who's doing crimes walking around with an M1, okay? I know this was what? What'd you say this was? The 60s? Eight, 78, 78 people. There's no reason to be walking around with an M1. It's, it's not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I... I still find the man is not properly equipped. All right. He's walking around with a 22 pistol and an M1 rifle. What is he prepared for? What does he think he's getting himself into? Nope. Nope. I think yours was better. I'm not going to lie, Mark. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I don't want to get political, but how how many shootings have we had in like the last three days, Mark? It's just getting crazy. Crazy. Um, that's a, I literally had that. Yes, had that very conversation with someone. I'm like, yeah, I heard about that. I'm like, nope, did not hear about that. Uh, um, yes. 
Yes. Okay, it was not a cheap bond either. It was over 100 grand. It was like 125 grand. I mean, I mean, right? Yeah, we're talking, yeah, $78 here. But um, I felt like that was a lot of money. It was not enough money because, I, I, honestly, at this point, I'm watching this episode, and I'm like, okay, where's the unsolved mystery? We just arrested this guy, right? Like, why am I sitting here watching this? I don't understand what the mystery is. And that's where it gets hairy. Like you said, makes Bond, gets out. Mm-hmm. Gone. Gone. Mm-hmm. Telling you. I started doing research on this guy. I was like, who is this guy? And that's when I realized the size and the scope of what we were watching unfold. All right. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. Well, dude, let me tell you. So we now know that this guy made off to Panama, right? That was not the first place he went. He skipped around a little bit with his, you know, like you said, liquidated everything, took his money. I don't know how you travel with that kind of money, but he did. Okay, right? And he finally ends up in Panama. And it was, in fact, the airing of this show that got him caught. Okay? Someone who had done a past deal with him said, I know this guy. Called the authorities. All right? The FBI, coupled with the uh, Panamonian police. Is that the right word? Panamonian? There you go. Going with it. They, uh, they arrest him, extradite him back. And, and, and to me, again, that's when things just got crazy. Because I had no idea. This guy did not just expose himself to these girls. Okay. The guy's rap sheet was, became terrifying to me. Did you, I'm sure that you saw all this in your... In your research as well. Oh, Jesus Christos. Dude. Yeah. Okay. So he later confessed to 11 murders. 11. Yep. I think uh, his tagline for them was 11 in heaven. Okay. That's what, that's what he confessed to, right? Yeah. And he kept trying to make a deal with the cops. Like, I'll tell you where they are. I'll tell you everything about them for immunity. No, he didn't get those deals. Um, and in fact, 
Netflix just did a special on this guy. Yeah, absolutely. It's the field of something. Jesus Christ, how did I not write it down? It's called The Killing Fields, and it's amazing. I haven't seen it, but I'm so excited to see it. Um, this Dude, this guy, I, I could not believe who he was, right? I couldn't believe what he had done. It was terrible. But the fact that he did it and it was where Matthew McConaughey made his start, I just feel like is symbolism for where his career would be, right? I mean, he could have started out on anything. Fucking Texas. Yes, the killing fields. Yes. Well, I'm just saying, right, Matthew could have started anywhere. He could have started on Unsolved Mystery of a kid on a bike, taken, you know, taken by a clown or what have you. But no, he started with the killing fields. But I do love Texas. All right. Texas has their own power grid. There's... I'm just saying they're smarter than the rest of us. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Edward Bell, kind of an asshole, kind of dead, if I'm not mistaken. He did. Uh, And audience, here's the thing. I am drinking straight vodka at this point. I can't tell you what the hell happened to Edward Bell. I don't know. I know he's dead. But now we were going true crime path. We were doing like a full motherfucking true crime podcast here for a hot second. Thank you, Mark. We do. We do. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, Matthew McConaughey really made this show. All right. Can I, can I be honest with you, Mark? I've been thinking about this. I hate that we have to start a podcast this way. Listeners, come together. Come into our little circle for a second. And, and I hate that we have to start it this way because this was a big deal. People did die from this man. This was very serious. And, um, and I'm glad that we get, the, get to get this out of the way because Matthew McConaughey has such a great, amazing, golden calf career ahead of us. Right? We have so much to look forward to. Uh, and, um, and I don't want anyone to think that we're making light of the situation. Right? I know that you mentioned that, Mark. And I appreciate that. I'm glad you did. Because fuck Edward Bell. For, you know, for one. Fuck him. Fuck him. Yay, Matthew. What are we going to say about Matthew? Fucking A, he does. Yes. He he does age quite well. Speaking of, I don't know if you Mark if you've noticed uh listeners you won't be able to see but I did shave my beard. Uh, 
My wife asked me to because she said that uh, she doesn't like to kiss the beard. And I said, well, shit, if I get more kisses, it's worth shaving it. So it was a um, cost-benefit analysis. I would much rather make out than have a beard. So this is the new me. I'm not entirely clear what that means. Nah. So so we're talking all the way down and stopping. Here's my thing. Uh, I, I'm trying to be a professional human being out there. Uh, I'm being attacked. I was actually called a supervillain. Uh, true story. I was called a supervillain 24 hours ago. Um, maybe the mutton chops would help that situation. But I, I just don't know if I need to go out in the world as the mutton chop man. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, is that, is that, is that, but is that who I really am? Like, am I the mutton chop man? <laughs> no, she would not touch me. She wouldn't have fucking touched it, okay? No. These things would have been growing out of it, all right? <laughs> you know, maybe you should reach out to them. We might be able to plug that shit. Yes. Flashlights. It was. It was a vajinkle. Um Flesh. Right. If you have a foot fetish and need a flashlight, you can have a vajinkle. Uh I don't have one, listeners. Get your minds out of the gutter. I don't even know where it came from. But as soon as I saw it, I had to share it with my people. Nope, nope. Got, listen, we're not going to lie to our listeners, Mark. Okay, they need to know us. All right? Sometimes Instagram puts shit in front of you you don't want to know. I don't know if ankle hole is a um, anatomically correct term. Uh, perhaps if it was a, a fibia, right? If your dick was the fibia. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. Is this where a podcast is going, Mark? Who's <laughs> Fraba? Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I, I would love to go first. I want everyone to hear me loud and clear when I say this. Oh. Oh. My child has a book that he insists on us reading to him called I Am Kind. And in this book, Om is one of the lessons. And it is that all of our energies are the same. And we are all connected to the universe. Even Larry. Well, not anymore. For for obvious reasons, but. My child is a feral, feral organism of this world. Um, that's exactly what he is. Now, I swear to God, he gets it from his, from my wife. He gets it from his mother, all right? I love her to death, but she was an awful, evil child. Evil is the word. Ask her parents. They'll tell you all about her. Mm-hmm. But she matured. Things are better now. <laughs> Say things about your wife, Mark. I dare you. Go. <laughs> sorry i sniffed that cut that mark i I sniffed the i sniffed the machine but go ahead Be, be kind. Yes, all of our energies are the same. Om. And I think that that's a great way to start our Makana Chi. To let our listeners know that we are here to bring the world together. I think if there's one thing that we know about this world is that they agree with that. One thousand percent. I mean, I've said it before and I'll say it again. This role was given to him so that he could mow the grass with that real mower with his shirt off. That's why he was given this and that is who he is. A sex god, if you will. Well, Mark, I know that you probably don't keep up with um, the inner workings of Liberty University, but uh, they have a pool boy there who had sex with the uh, president and his wife, and he also could be God. (laughs) 
I'm just saying. I want to plug you Liberty University because I hate them. <laughs> I feel like we could do a whole podcast on Liberty University and the hypocrisies of the pool boy. Ooh, yes. Two Paul Wills, one pool boy. Done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Go. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Correct. Yep. Okay, again, a 50-cent moment right there, okay? He just took shot after shot after shot after shot. I just want to go ahead and veto that because I think that collectively we have agreed fuck Edward Bell, right? I, I don't I don't want to give him any more credit than we have to, you know? So I'm I'm vetoing Edward Bell's. Fuck Edward Bell. Um I do like the Fallwells because they deserve everything that's coming to them. Everything. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, uh, one to ten scale, fall whales and pool boys, right? Um, so I, I uh, strictly on performance, Matthew McConaughey's performance, I give him six point eight pool boys. Ooh, I feel like fall whales would. I mean, here's the thing: fall whales, I feel like, act as negatives in this situation. So I could give him ten pool boys and three and a half fall whales, uh, right? You see what I'm saying? I feel like they they act in a negative capacity here. Hmm. Yeah. That's fair. Well, that's what Becky did. <laughs> Not anymore. This shit's taking a toll on her. But go ahead, Mark. Go. I want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. And I completely agree, Mark, because you know what? He gave it his all. I, I said it earlier in the show, and I'll say it again. He gave an Oscar performance 
Like he said, I'm going to be on Unsolved Mysteries, and he, he gave it everything he had. If it were me, I would have been afraid, and I would have just stuck to the script. I would have only died once, but not this guy, not Matthew. Not Matthew. He would not let that shit die. He just stayed alive and kept dying. <laughs> he did. He did. Honest to God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I really enjoy some of these movies that we get to talk about. And like just teaser, we talked about teasers. What was Fool's Gold? Okay, I don't care who you are, Fool's Gold, great movie. I'm so excited about looking into that shit. Fuck yeah, are you kidding me? And the leading lady? Uh, it's not the first or the last movie he's done with her. Can't think of her name, saved my life, and I'm going to be in trouble for that. Sorry, listeners, because I know everyone's being like, how do you not know that? Very likely. We will, because this is Mastering McConaughey. We do, even though my wife is going to love this shit. Okay, listeners, you be the judge, but my wife is so jealous that we're doing this shit, she thinks that she should be on this show. Well, you know what? She thinks a lot of herself. Okay? Believe me. That's bullshit. Bullshit. Hell yeah. Mark, do you want to know how many jobs I've had that I haven't been qualified for? All right. Every single one. Thank you. Thank you. I really don't want to get into that because I feel like that would be a problem. Uh, let's see. I have a master's and a specialist, and I am a dissertation away from a doctorate. That's how that works. And it's sad, isn't it? Fuck that. I would much rather make podcasts. I, if I did it, it would only for that. That's the only reason I would do it. Only reason I would do it. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm a real estate agent. Yes, Dr. John Phillips is my real estate agent. People would really question my life choices at that point. <laughs> hmm.
He has a YouTube channel? Oh, Jesus. I got to get onto this shit. Listeners, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I was there. Hell yeah, I was there. (laughs) Bullshit. Dude, I would have said you read the whole thing. Thank you. Bring it to us. I mean, wow. Wow is right. Uh, and that was on page 11? By page 11? Jesus. That was page 10? Mark. Dude, I feel like there's a lot more to that book. Like, that is a, a powerful way to start that book. Do you think, Mark, that those life experiences, do you think they made Matthew McConaughey or that Matthew McConaughey was there the whole time? I mean, yeah. I mean, this guy, I feel like he walks around with a djembe wherever he goes just so he can like tum, 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 the beat that he wants to talk to. I mean, this is who we're talking about here. And, and to me, Mark, because Matthew... McConaughey, not to be mistaken, 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 for Matt McConaughey, why don't we do this high, think about it, (laughs) (laughs) Mm. yeah, 
Really? McConaughey. I'm so excited about next time. We're going to be looking at Dazed and Confused. A coming of age tale. Uh, and, and they talk about the tale of high schoolers, which is inappropriate. Am I right or am I wrong? Now, I am looking forward to it. Honestly, God, I haven't seen it yet. This will be the first time in my adult life or childhood life, my entire life, that I've seen it. I've heard about it. Oh. Yep. Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to watch it. Uh, I'm going to make my wife watch it with me because she was born in 92. So they're basically the same age. They're basically the same person. Thank you. Yes. And, and we have another mic here. So she might want to jump in and say something. Listeners. I would love that too because she is a firecracker. She would at least bring a non-penis element to this. Am I right? Mm. Yep. And yeah, yeah. And could you imagine what will happen to me that night? more just think <laughs> we're thinking i can only imagine well is that mercy me i can only imagine yeah that's right i will be praising something that night mm. mm-hmm Thank you, Halizna. I'm sure he'll correct us one day. Mm -hmm. No, uh, Mastodon, I believe, was a song on Guitar Hero. That is the most I know. Uh, I do love elephants, so. It's, that's got to be math and science at the same time. Physics. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Holla back. <laughs>